Okay, so I'm back with Ron L. Palmer here. And uh, common theme is that uh, you have sometimes prejudged a lot of your potential investors. And thank God you have a really great um, producing partner there who keeps pushing you. Yep. She says, got to go bigger, go more. Yep. Don't, don't be afraid to ask. Yep. So speaking of bigger and better, I want to hear about, um, you've got a, it seems like you're very, very busy. You've got a lot of new projects in development. Tell, tell me about one or two of your new projects and what's going on. Well, I've got, uh, I've got screenplays that were, uh, two of them that we're trying to develop, uh, that we are developing. Uh, it, again, it's uh, picking the, the right route to go. Uh, and if they ever talk about development hell, if people ever hear that, development hell is real. Uh, it's, you can have a great idea, you can have a great film, but it can just be stuck in the development phase, which is after, you know, it's after the script process, but it's for pre, before pre-production, and it can be a very long period in between there before you actually raise the money to get production underway. But uh, I, I think we're, we're heading down a really fortuitous path right now, knock wood, with one of the screenplays, which is called The Vardaeger. Uh, it's a supernatural thriller uh, set in an uh, old abandoned hospital. But the fortuitous path, if, if there can be a fortuitous path through this pandemic, is we're seeing now a Hollywood that's shaping up, for the time being anyway, to be looking for projects that are not you know, lavish. They're not a lot of people. There's not a lot of actors. Uh, they're going to be more self-contained with, with fewer sets and definitely fewer people on those sets. And this particular uh, project checks all those boxes. So we what, might... What's the budget we, level? Uh, three to five million dollars. And of course, we, with more, we could definitely do more. But reasonably, that film could be made for that. Uh, but uh, now we have a... Whereas... Before, it was just one of many uh, of that genre of movie uh, thrown out against tons of competitors who are looking to make their movie. All of a sudden, now we've got a niche. We've got a selling point that, hey, this is what you're looking for. This is something that's perfect for a post-coronavirus uh, project. And it's one that, and, and that genre, you know, generally makes money anyway because the, the, the films are smaller budget and three to five million is a, as films go, as you know, is a small budget. Yeah, um, especially if you get, can keep it closer to the three million side. I, I had just have yep. this feeling there's going to be less and less five to seven million dollar independent films right. just because, because of the theatrical model is going to be totally different coming out of this. And that's where a lot of the oh. independent films made their money between the three to $10 million is right. they had a theatrical component. Right. And we don't have that now. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, it's going to be different. Anyway. It's going to be different. It's definitely going to be, uh, uh, the landscape is changing and those that come out on the other side are the ones that recognize that landscape and, and can work within it. Hopefully we're in that group, uh, but this is a brave new frontier that all of us are facing right now. And I would imagine at least for a year, uh, as productions go, it's going to be scaled back. And the things we see coming out in a year and a half to two years are going to look a little different than what we've been accustomed to. Uh, the other project that I, I have 
is probably not going to, well, it's definitely not going to fit that budget and it's either, or that, that, that model. And it's either going to have to be retooled or I'm just going to have to wait. And that's a, that's a comedy in the, the naked gun uh, 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 vein. Uh, just the wacky, droll, uh, dry humor type of comedy. But it has a lot of, you know, different locations. It has large crowd scenes. And uh, for the time being, that's probably not one that uh, you can sell easily. Uh, but then okay, again, Lana will probably say, sell it, sell it, sell it now. And I'll, I'll, I'll all right, whatever. And it'll probably go. But who, but who knows? So you, you learn, though. You learn as you go along. But this, we, we have one of two right now that I think is, definitely niche for this particular time in history. Um, just a little bit of advice. And really, this is not just for me because I'm interviewing a lot of people that are wiser and have produced a lot more projects and raised a lot more money than I have. But you might want to consider for these two projects looking into this new, these new equity crowdfunding platforms. One is called WeFunder. Mm-hmm. And people are, people are raising millions of dollars mm. because it's a lot easier. And I just talked to a producer um, last week, Natalie Metzger, and she says it's a lot easier to reach her wide community, your audience, say, hey, will you donate 50, 100 bucks or whatever? So mm-hmm. a totally different story coming from her, word, her lips mm-hmm. is that, hey, do you want to invest 100 or $500 and actually own a piece of the profits. So that's my, I'm going to try to get one of those guys uh, on a podcast to hear it straight from them to, uh, to get, get, you know, some advice on that. That's good to know because about a year or two ago, I looked at uh, equity fundraising, uh, equity crowdfunding uh, on the, uh, when the platforms were new and, and I kept waiting, it kept saying it's coming out, it's coming out. And we kept looking at it. And then once I looked at the model, it didn't feel like it was good for filmmaking. Uh, if that's changed in that time period, that's fantastic. And I want to look uh, deeper. It, it that has. Because... And they've also, I think they've really streamlined the whole legal process. So it's not quite as capital intensive uh, on that's the fantastic. front end. So it, it could be something to look into. So, um, Ron, I just want to thank you for your time. I know you're, even during this situation, you're writing a lot of projects, you're developing a lot of projects. So I really appreciate your time. What is the best way in case our, our millionaire flicks audience is listening and they want to get in touch with you or follow you? Uh, if they want to follow, uh, I, my website is down right now for maintenance, but it will be up shortly. Uh, and what's that address? That, that, that address is ronlpalmer.com. Okay. And of course, they can always email me uh, at ron at ronlpalmer.com. Perfect. And well, then I'm on Facebook. My Facebook uh, profile is, is public. So uh, anyone can look for that. Uh, you're, you're a public guy. What can I say? I'm just uh, I'm, I'm honored to call you a friend. And uh, I look forward to working with you in the future and helping you fulfill your dreams as well. The feeling is mutual. And also, check out uh, episode eight of season two of Ask Dr. Julie, because that's where people will see you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ron. You're too I, I noticed how you tried to skirt around that whole issue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to make this about self-promotion, but thanks for the plug and uh, of course. enjoy the rest of your day. Well, the feeling is mutual, my friend. I've enjoyed uh, working with you and knowing you and calling you a friend. So let's, let's do more things together in the very near future. Great. Onward and upward. Take care. All right, brother. Thanks a lot. Tune in next week, or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. 
thank you for listening. And remember, if you have a story to tell the world, never give up on your dream. Copyright Nemours Marketing.